The Podcast Revolution Network is a collective of independent broadcasters banded together for mutual support, success, and to raise new voices to our platform. Our shows are made possible through listeners like you supporting our cause. For more information on supporting Podcast Revolution, please visit podrev.org. That's P-O-D-R-E-V dot org. Thank you. Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing, my friends? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. I am the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number two, two, three. Oh, yeah. How you doing? How you doing, my friends? I want to thank you guys for stopping back everywhere that you're listening. You know where you are, some new countries that are listening. I didn't realize there were new people listening in new countries, and I want to say welcome. Thank you very much for being Sasspotters. And thank you very much for being my bastards, my sass potters. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Now, folks, let me ask you a question. Some of you that have been listening to me for a long period of time know that I shop on Amazon occasionally and that I was angry at them for doing something that pissed me off, which was I did an affiliate link with them and then they did something stupid and I told them to go after themselves. I told them I'd still shop with them, but I didn't like that amp that what they did with the affiliate link, which was really stupid. And I was thinking about that. And I realized that sometimes when I shop, and it's funny how when I see these things, it, it correlates to something else. I was shopping for some crap and I started noticing these things called add-on items. And it's basically just some little punk, punk ass thing you add on to your, to your current order and it kind of tags along when, when it, when it gets shipped out. And I started realizing that there's a lot of things that are just like that. And I don't mean just in retail. I'm talking about in your personal life. I'll explain. It was a girl I was going out with a long time ago. She was a wonderful lady. Just didn't work out. We're still cool at this point. And, well, at this point, like we're going to start fighting tomorrow. Uh, but we only talked to her like six times a year. So we were still cool. Okay. And so I remember she was one of those ladies. And I know a lot of ladies are like that. They like to collect people. You know, they like to collect people, you know. And so you realize as a dude that you're the main piece in her collection, but she still likes to collect people. And you realize that you have to deal with these people on a regular basis. And in many occasions, it will be somebody that you normally would never hang out with in a million years, not because there's anything wrong with them, but because your path was your paths would just not cross. And they're a little bit wacky around the edges. But then you grow to love these people. You start out kind of watch and then you realize hey that person's pretty cool they're wacky but i like their wackiness and they're feeling the same way about you he's wacky but i like his wackiness and all of a sudden you got this group of people because your friends are nuts her friends are nuts then you have a whole big group of friends that are nuts but there's always that other one you know what i mean because they're part of a larger group of friends you're never really around them that much you're aware of them and they, they don't they're not around you particularly you enough to annoy you but after a while they're around a lot and they make it a point to be around too much and then you start to get to know them and you don't dislike them but they're annoying you don't hate them but they're annoying they're not horrible people but you wish they'd shut the hell up and this guy was always around and oh god he just wouldn't shut up you know, he's the kind of guy that I was with my lady. All of her other friends kind of figured out, go away. Don't call. And and, and, and I'm sitting there, man, and I'm with the girl, you know, and you got the music. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, the music you use when you're about to. That means banging. So you got the, you got, you know, you walk up behind her, you know, you know, you know, your woman, you know, they had to get a little thing going with the little candles and all that crap and all that. And you just want to dive on them. And she walks by and the robe opens up and you see the things and you're like, ha ah, ha, I'm going to be with, I'm going to be playing with those in about a minute and a half. Ah, ha ha ha. And she walks by, you know, you know, she's not, the ass is jiggling and she acts like she has to bend over for something, you know, dang on while she's just putting her at your hands in your face because she like to do that stuff. And then she goes up and she pretends like she's doing something because she knows damn well that you're going to jump over the couch and go over there and grab a handful of her delicious buttocks and you do and then you put the robe and the robe goes to the floor and then you ding and you're about to take care of business you know you're about to put the car in the car wash you know what I'm saying you're about to put the turkey in the oven uh-huh. you're about to get it on and then all of a sudden right as you're about to put the car in the car wash you're about to put the turkey in the oven phone rings and it's this jackass and he comes over cause he's something bad happened 
Ah, it was bad enough when her girlfriend did that once, but this guy, I don't know. I think he might have some kind of alarm on your genitals that low. His genitals are out. I have to go over there and disrupt them. <laughs> right? And I used to, he used to annoy the crap out of me. But after a while, I was like, you know, he's not that bad. I mean, he only interrupts me from banging my girlfriend 15% of the time. And now we've actually taken our banging schedule and adjusted it. So now when he calls up, he comes over and all he's interrupting is a movie. Ha ha ha. Nice try, jackass. But here's the thing. I noticed that he was not part of the group anymore. I mean, he was part of the collective, but he wasn't one of those guys that that hung out with everybody. He kind of just hung out with us or hung out with her. He kind of distanced himself from the other people and just hung out with her and hung out with us and tried to hang out with me. And you knew that shit wasn't going to happen. And I didn't like him that much because he was annoying. Right. So one day he decides he realizes he's a third wheel all the time and he actually gets into a relationship. Right. He brings he, he meets this nice dude. He brings his boyfriend over and I meet his boyfriend. And that dude is the best. His boyfriend was the coolest mother jumper I'd ever met in my life. And I'm sitting there going, why can't this be the friend, you know, instead of this punk right here who's just annoying. This the, the boyfriend, this boyfriend was way cooler than him. I liked hanging out with his boyfriend. When, when, when the phone, when the door would open up and I would see his boyfriend walking, I'm like, hey, I high five the dude, hug the dude, what's up? And the dude would come and I'd high five and hug him too. But my high five and hug for him were just a courtesy. Yeah, I said it. But then I realized he is always, has always been like that item you buy on Amazon. You want all the other stuff, you know, and then you buy an add-on item. And the only reason you buy an add-on item is because, well, if you buy $48 worth of stuff, you don't get free shipping. If you buy $49 of stuff, you do get free shipping and you find out that the shipping is seventeen fifty, and you're going, I'd rather spend $1 than $17 because the thing I'm buying is only $48. So you buy that, those socks, you know, you find something that costs a buck, something that would just push you over the threshold. You, he said, it's, it's an add on. You don't really need it, but you get it because why not? It's going to save you some problems. And I realized this guy was an add on item. And I really kind of did need him around. Why? Because there were certain movies that I just did not want to go to see. Oh, hell no. Certain. Th- I don't want to go to that f- stupid art museum so I can watch a guy pee into a cup. I didn't want to do that crap. I wasn't as cultured back then. So I wasn't going to do that crap. I let him go with her. Was he annoying? Hell yeah. Did he actually make me move my banging schedule? You're damn right. Was he a pain in the ass? Hell yeah. But he was only a dollar pain in the ass. Because if it wasn't for his punk ass, I'd have $17 of pain in the ass. And the $17 worth of pain in the ass would have been having to go to those movies. Ugh. Watching going to art museums. Not good art museums, but them lame ass ones. Ugh. Right? Go shopping with his punk ass. You're right. It's like we got two gay dudes here. There's the cool gay dude, which is his boyfriend, and then the other guy. Okay, how about this? We'll do like a double date thing. I'll keep the cool gay guy, and you keep the gay guy that's a nerd, and he goes with you to the art museum, and me and the other dude will sit here and watch football, eat pizzas, and talk about crap. So we basically just took the the, the gay couple and split them in half. I kept one guy with me who was cool, and she kept that guy who was kind of a dweeb. Not realizing that they had exactly done the same thing to us. Cause I, I'm, I, I, you know, you know, they're sitting there. Cause now to me and the other dude were cool. He started going, you know, he, he likes you and everything like that, but he just thinks that, you know, you're not as much fun. You know, he, I mean, he doesn't like all the stuff you like and I like all the stuff you like. So we actually had a decision and we said, you know what? I'm going to keep, um, him and you go out with her and we, we actually just divvied you up. And I'm going, I wait. I thought I divvied you two up. He goes, does it really matter? And I'm going, no, it doesn't really matter. I'm glad I got you and she's got him. I mean, he's cool. I don't want to dish your dude, but he don't fit with me and you do. And he fits with her. And she goes, and he goes, I know. I just, I, just, I can't go to some damn, I can't go to these stupid ass art museums. It was a, did you know there was a guy peeing in a cup? That's the one they're going to tonight. I'm not going to sit through that crap. I want to watch the damn game. So do I. Let's eat some pizza and talk about how dopey our spouses, but we weren't married, but our long-term live-ins were. And we sat there and dissed them. 
<laughs> I probably should not say that. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. That was years ago. She can't do nothing to me now. We broke up years ago. That's right. We and I know you're probably listening to this one. We dissed you when you were gone, honey. <laughs> and that is kind of true. It was just, it was just so stupid. You know, it's like like I said, it was it was true. We had a, a big group of friends, and there was a a new a dude that was hanging out. And um, he he was cool enough, but it's like we like such our our tastes were so different that we just had nothing to talk about. But she had a lot of stuff to talk about with him. And then he met this dude, his boyfriend, and that dude was cool as crap. He was kind of like was like the same crap that I did. So we just divvied each other up. Y'all go out and do that crap. Basically, what happened was anything that wasn't essentially we just kind of wait. We me and this dude, we just kind of sat back, watched the football game, and then when the other two came back, my girlfriend at the time and his boyfriend, I, I don't know if they're still together, I haven't seen him in years. Um, we basically was like, okay, it was fun having fun with someone we actually wanted to talk to. Okay, we're now going to go to our respective houses and bang the crap out of our significant others. And I know for a fact now, if I really think about it, I'm pretty sure they'll be at the art museum going, we love them and everything like that, but they have such different tastes than we have. So let's just enjoy our time together with this art museum. Oh, look, the guy's peeing in the cup. Isn't that brilliant and double genius? Yes, it is. And okay, now we've finished doing the art museum. Let's go back to the people we love and bang the crap out of them. So as it turns out, we are all guilty of the same crap. For each one of us, somebody else was the add-on item, and it was okay. I don't mind being the add-on item for the dude who's who had the boyfriend who, you know what I'm saying? He liked me and everything, and I liked him, but, you know, he just put up with me because his boyfriend liked me, and I just put up with him because my girlfriend liked him. So it was cool. You know what, Amazon, damn it. Can you make some of your add-on items cool? Could you make some of them cool? You know, I mean, I, I I bought a piece of equipment that cost forty seven dollars, and I didn't and I didn't want to buy anything else because there was nothing else that I need. And the only thing that was available was some Hello Kitty socks. I had to buy that crap and then give them to my little baby niece who don't even who, as it turns out, didn't even like them. And I'm saying I got news for you, honey. I know you're only three, but there's a whole lot of crap you're going to get from Uncle S that you may like or not like, but the crap costs just enough money to save me money on shipping. So you're going to see me. A lot with some crap that fits you because your crap only cost a buck and then she looked up at me and goes hi uh, um uncle s yes baby what's going on um the stuff you're buying me is disgusting and you're a big punk i can't believe you're saying that don't make me whip your ass i'm just you're three years old i can't believe you're threatening me don't make me cut you punk <laughs> she did not say that <laughs> but you know it's true man you know it's true everybody's an add-on item uh to somebody you know everybody's not completely loved by everybody you're an add-on item to somebody and it's okay it's okay you're serving a purpose and isn't that what life's about to serve a purpose to someone to be useful to someone isn't that what it's all about of course it is so as an add-on item, I don't mind being that for somebody. And if you're an add-on item some for somebody, it's okay. It's not a problem. Yes, you are essentially Hello Kitty socks for a three-year-old. But somewhere there's a three-year-old wearing add-on three add-on socks that cost a buck because some other person needed to have free shipping and they bought that crap for them. And that three-year-old is putting on the Hello Kitty socks and loving them. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's true anyway. <laughs> Segment over. All right, everybody. Let's talk about something interesting here. You know, I was, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, I nerded out on a lot of things, you know, science. I nerded out on, you know, uh, geography. I nerded out on, and you know, sometimes you watch, I was watching this thing on PBS and it was a, the story of India and it was this wonderful thing and it was, it was beautifully shot and it was great special. I saw it when it came on originally and then I watched it again. And one of the, th the two things that were fascinating to me were the religions and also the caste system. You know, and, and a lot of times when you see a system in another country, you look at it and you're going, <laughs> we're better than that here. And I'm saying, no, we're not. We just don't have a name for it. We got a caste system here in the United States. Of course we do. Are you rich? You're in one level. Are you middle class? You're in another level. Are you poor? You're someplace else. 
what's your race what's your religion everybody's moved on the, the hierarchy of that crap and we have it here as well we even have it in our i even saw it on the streets man on the streets i'm driving down this street it's a it's a street i'm trying to go to the damn store to get something to eat and i'm driving north and south and there's on the intersection there's another across the intersection is an east and the west street of course and i pull up and i hit the stop sign and i notice that i'm you know i stop and then i you know, do a little wait a second and then i step on the other gas and all of a bunch of cars almost crashed into me i had to back back behind the stop sign and i realized wait a second like an idiot my where i cross has a stop sign the other side of the street no stop sign these aren't that's not a major street i'm crossing how come that street gets precedent over the street i'm on wait a second I see what's going on here. Apparently, there's a caste system with this intersection. People on my side have to wait at the stop sign. People crossing the street, they ain't got to wait for crap. They get to just drive on as much as they want to. They don't even have to slow down at the intersection. They can just blast on through because they're better than us. Oh, I don't think so, punk. You even see the arrogance in their face when they drive by and they look to the left and they see you sitting there at the stop sign looking like a kid looking in a store window or a puppy looking out the cage at a friggin pet store as they drive by looking at you like ha 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 yeah that's right you just sit there at the stop sign loser and there's a bunch of cars behind me and guess what they ain't gonna slow down either so you're gonna be at that stop sign for a long time punk in fact i'm going up to the corner right here i'm gonna drive around the block and i'm gonna drive past you again because there's enough cars behind me where you won't be able to get across the intersection before i can get back around the corner i want to see your face when you see me drive past five or six times and i'm one of the reasons why you can't move forwards back down the street bitch and then drive around other than that you're gonna stay at that stop sign until you gotta shave again punk and that's the look that guy has and i'm pissed off about it so i stepped on the gas and t-boned his car yeah okay i did not do that i just sat there and waited for like four and a half five minutes till there were no cars and then i could cross oh that's disgusting i hate when you're caught in a situation where somebody else has complete control of your situation and then they decide they're going to torture you by being a jackass yeah i said it you ain't gonna show preferential treatment to somebody else and not me punk i don't think so going to the damn supermarket and there's a stupid thing six items or less wait a second isn't it supposed to be 10 items or less now you taking away another counter just for the jackasses only want to buy six things well i got news for you idiots everybody else here is doing some real shopping i'm buying 120 dollars worth of crap how come there's not you know what you need to do get them self-serve craps out of there put six more aisles over there with a freaking teller over there and then let the people sit there and let the tellers serve the customers like me who are spending a hundred dollars plus in this crap you're giving preferential treatment to the jackass who wants to buy a bag of cheetos look punk there's a corner store right on your block go buy your cheetos there jackass those lines should be for people like me who are spending some real money damn it also, do me a favor, supermarkets. Why don't you hire somebody behind the cash register that wants to actually be there because they know doing the job is what they're supposed to do and tell them to put the damn cell phones down. I'm getting sick and tired of having standing there with my ice cream melting while some jackass sits there yelling at his or her spouse or telling their kids to shut up and all of that crap. I don't want to hear how you plan on beating your kid later on. Know what I want to hear? Beep. That's what I want to hear is you pass my shit plastic scanner so I can get the hell out of here. I'm sick of that crap. I'm sick of people getting preferential treatment. Go to the damn airport and some jackass. I'm VIP. I fly a lot. Nobody cares if you fly a lot, punk. 
If you were really important, whoever you're flying to would come to you, punk. How about that? I got to fly for my job. Yeah, I got news for you. Your job probably sucks. You know why I think your job sucks? Because I'm talking to you and you suck. So I imagine anything that you have control over would have your personality or your mindset and your mindset sucks. Yeah, I said it. I'm sorry. I'm just in one of those moods. And sometimes it happens to you, too. You're in one of those moods and everything just annoys the crap out of you. Every little tiny thing annoys the crap out of you. Things that under normal circumstances wouldn't even bother you annoy the crap out of you. I remember. Earlier today, I almost cursed out my own tea kettle, and I'm the one to put the water in there. Looking at the tea kettle, can't you be quiet? I mean, I know I put the water in you and I turned the fire up to high. I've had you for a year and a half. I know it takes six and a half minutes for the water to boil. So I don't necessarily need you whistling, jackass. You just want attention. Well, guess what? When it comes to this kitchen, you're not the star, bitch. The real star of this kitchen is the refrigerator with the food in it. All you have is water. I got news for you, jackass. I could throw you in a trash can right now and heat up water in the microwave. At least the microwave has a song it plays when the water's boiling. But you, all you do is go, you're even off key sometimes, punk. Shut up. I know what you're thinking. What are you doing arguing with inanimate objects? Listen, I don't judge you, do I? No, I don't. So shut up, punks. I'm sorry. I'm in one of those moods. A lot of you saw the damn periscope I did when I was talking about the fact that I'm starting something for myself. I don't know if you're going to join along. I don't know, but I started it for myself. Doesn't matter if you join. This is really kind of for me. But if you want to be part of it, that's cool, too. It's called hashtag hashtag. Okay, that sounds dirty, doesn't it? Hashtag team ass shrink. Yeah, that's right. You know. I'm getting, I remember what it was like being in shape and I'm kind of mad at myself for letting myself get out of shape. And am I taking it out on my tea kettle? Yes, I am because that tea kettle sucks. But I'm telling you right now, I need to shrink this ass. I'm getting sick of not being, looking good anymore. And I'm getting sick and tired of not being in shape. That kind of thing sucks. I don't know. Are you, are you, is any, cause I know a couple of people online, they, they wrote me, well, I'm really already in shapes. You know, S. Anthony, so I really don't need to, because that's what it started to sound like. Cause I'm looking at them like, why don't you just shut up, punk? How dare you talk to a fat guy about how in shape you are? Let's see how in shape you are when I push you down the steps, punk. How about that? Okay, I would not actually push anyone down the steps. I mean, I'm not that kind of guy. Of course, if he was backing up and he was about to fall down the steps and I didn't say anything and allowed him to fall down the steps, that's not the same as pushing anyone down the steps, is it? (laughs) It is? Okay, well, maybe I did want to push him down the steps. So what? He's in shape. He'll heal faster. How about that? That's right. (laughs) In all seriousness, and all okay, in all semi-seriousness, it's like I I did the uh, the, the periscope, and I'm I'm gonna do a few. I'm gonna do more. I like periscope. I'm gonna do more, and um, and I just want I'm I'm just kind of I'm a little moody right now. I'll admit it. I'll admit it because I made the commitment to myself that I was gonna eat better and work out and that kind of crap. And I remember what it was like when I did it the first time, and I remember how annoyed I was, you know, how pissed off I was. You know, because because it just kind of sucks. Because when you can eat the cheese steak, when you can eat the cheese fries, whatever the hell you're eating, I don't eat that bad, by the way. But when you can eat that kind of stuff, you kind of don't really want to. You you do it occasionally. You know, I don't have a hamburger. You know, but the second you tell your body you're not getting any more of that, all of a sudden your body says, "Oh no, 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 no! I don't think you know how this works, Jack off. I will have what I want. You'll get it, and you'll like it." Uh, nobody, you're not going to have it. Oh, I'm not going to have it, huh? (laughs) You have no idea who you're dealing with. You've been, you've been heavy for a few years now, buddy. Remember how in shape you used to be? I didn't like that. You and your damn veggie burgers and your damn salads and all of that crap drinking all that water and i'm sitting there the whole time sitting there for all these years wanting some soda. I want more sugar in that tea, not that fake sugar crap. 
I mean, it doesn't taste that bad, but it doesn't taste like real sugar. Them salads were not that bad, but they don't taste like a fully loaded burrito. And you have the nerve to make me go along. You didn't even have cheat days. Well, I mean, if you even gave me one day a week where you ate crap food i could put up with it because then it'd be like have it'd be like when you when you when you really want to get it on with your lady but you can't see it because she's off on a sales trip for two weeks and then she comes back and jump on top of you don't cheat you just sit there going man i can't wait to get with it and then when she comes back you really enjoy it because you miss her and and all of that well that's what it would have been like with the food man this is me i'm your body talking okay i've been with you the whole time right you don't have any real illnesses you're just heavy I'm the one that's keeping you alive, man. I didn't allow anything bad to happen to you. You're just too fat right now. Or shall I say, there's too much of me. Why are you trying to shrink me, man? I mean, the more of me there is, the more of you there is. You're trying to say you want less of me? No, I'm not saying I want less of you. I'm just saying that, you know, I mean, and and, 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 uh, you know I'm not lying to your body because we're actually, you know, we're attached to each other. It's like like I can tell you something and sneak away and talk behind your back. I'm sorry, my back. <laughs> you know, but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, you know, we're, we're 47 years old. We're going to be 48 soon, you know, and, and it's it's better. We were in good shape. Am I how good it felt to be in good shape? Yeah, it felt pretty good to be in good shape. I, I, I'll admit that. You know, I remember, remember when I mean I talked about it in that periscope. Um, you were there because you're my body. Remember when I remember we when we were able to just jump over a park bench. Remember we were running for the through the for the bus, and we knew if we could get to the bus as quickly as possible, we could catch it right now. We we wouldn't miss the bus, or we wouldn't have to. You know, so we remember we jumped over that the, that fence, and then we jumped this clean jumped over that park bench and caught the bus. In fact, in fact, the guy saw us jump over the bench in the bus and he was like, man, you jumped over that thing. And he stopped the bus because he was looking at our incredible athletic achievement there. Yeah, that was kind of fun, but that was a long time ago. I know it was a long time ago, but remember how good that felt? Not really. Why is that? Well, actually, all of those cells that existed then have long since died and been replaced by cells that don't remember that. Oh, well, if if the cells that existed then have all died and been replaced by new cells, how did you know that the cells just you know, died and then were replaced by new cells? That would mean that your the new cells have an awareness and thus you should remember um, what happened back then. Oh, I didn't realize you were smart enough to see through the complete bullshit of what I just said. Yeah, I, I, how do you not know I was smart enough to see we were part of each other? Remember the cells that knew that you were smart or dead? Oh, they're like, wait a second, you're trying to trick me. Wow, you are smart. Anyway... Yeah, I'm smart enough to realize what you're doing. You think I don't know about what's going on with those stupid cravings you gave me when we drove by the damn McDonald's? Yeah, almost got you that time, didn't I? No, you didn't almost got me. You bought a soda. I already had that soda in the car. Didn't have to drink it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you curse when you're mad. You would know. But the soda, the soda tasted good, didn't it? Yeah, it tasted good. You could use them right now. Yeah, it would be nice to have a soda right now because wait a second. <laughs> Almost got you again. Yeah, well, let's talk about you. You're bragging and everything. Remember that time? The same time we went to that McDonald's and the lady said, what do you want? And I actually ordered the meal. One of those big, big, big meals with the set double burgers, the triple fries, the quadruple sodas. Remember how happy you were, punk? Yeah, I was happy. It was going to be great. I couldn't wait to eat it and then pull out the three nutrients in it. Well, I got news for you. What happened next? You're going to rub it in, aren't you? Oh, I'm going to rub it in, body. I'm rubbing it in, punk. What happened next? You changed your mind and you ordered a salad. Then you pulled over into the parking lot, went into the trunk of the mighty Toyota Camry and got water out and you had a salad and water. I did. I know. I had actually mapped out some time in my calendar for, for, to give you some stomach pain and have you go to the bathroom at three o'clock in the morning. I know, but I had a good night's sleep. <laughs> you're laughing now, but I'm going to get you at some point. You will get nothing. The only thing you're going to get is in shape. By the time my birthday comes around, I'm not even going to look like a new person. You, your pecs will be more sculpted. They'll be sculpted. You'll have a flat stomach and your ass will look delicious again. Who says my ass doesn't look delicious now? I do. How would you know you can't see it? I look at it sometimes. And when I'm in bed, I squeeze it and pretend it's Serena Williams. You know, damn well, your ass ain't as good as Serena Williams. No one's ass is as good as Serena Williams. But that's not the point. Okay, maybe Tressie Ellis Ross. But other than that, 
<laughs> we're, we're, we're moving off subject. Let's get back to us arguing. Uh, we're not really arguing. I'm going to win and you're going to lose. You already, you have Pizza Hut right now. You have Pizza Hut on your laptop. You have Pizza Hut. You know, and you can just click that button and order a pizza. Remember a few days before you decided you wanted to get healthy. How you ordered from Pizza Hut? Hmm? You think you're not going to do it again? You think I'm not going to force you to do it again? Remember us, Anthony. Remember. You get three free pizzas. Remember, you never, you never cashed in those coupons. You get three free pizzas. And this is Saturday night. Right? Yes. And what is this? This is the night of UFC 200. Oh, no. Yeah, remember back in the day when you were in good shape and you always picked one day where you could eat whatever you want? It was always when it was football season. It would be when the Eagles are playing because your hometown, your original hometown is across the bridge in Philly. I know where I used to live. I know you do. Yeah. But it's not football season. Yeah, that's right. It's not football season. And thus, I won't be buying a pizza. Oh, I'm sorry. Remember, UFC 200. Damn you. Oh, yeah. John Jones was replaced by, no, Anderson Silva, one of my favorite fighters ever. Oh, that's right. And delicious Misha Tate will be fighting. You bastard. Oh, don't you want to sit down and enjoy some wonderful pizza during the fight? You evil mother jumper. <laughs> that's right. I own you, buddy. You think you're going to get in shape against my na 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 You're going to stay fat, you piece of shit. Let me tell you something, body. I will not stay fat. I started off the segment of this podcast talking about crap that pissed me off. Well, let me tell you something right now. You're pissing me off. I talked about a caste system. Well, when it comes to this union of you and I we have a caste system and in this system I run things and you do what I say and know what I say punk I say we're working out no oh it hurts in the beginning when we work out doesn't it yes it does you wouldn't dare oh I would dare punk (laughs) look to our left turn the head and look to our left oh no (laughs) you didn't notice what's that on the floor you have kettlebells. Yes. Heavy kettlebells and light kettlebells. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, my God. You have weights, too. Oh, that's right. And a stair machine and a bike and a weight bench. Oh, God. <laughs> that's right. Look over there. A bike. <laughs> that's right. And you know what I'm going to be doing during UFC 200 while I watch it? You wouldn't dare. Oh, yes, I would. First of all, by the time it comes on, it'll be the evening. And I will have already stopped eating by then. You bastard. <laughs> and I'm going to work out during UFC 200. I'm going to be doing crunches on the floor. <laughs> I'm going to be doing bench presses. <laughs> I'm going to be doing heavy kettlebell swings and the mid-level mid kettlebell swings. And I'm going to take the smaller kettlebell and do cardio kettlebell. And then work my way back up to the heavyweight. And then work my way back down to the low weight and back up to the heavy the heavyweights. Then I'm going to lift weights. And then I'm going to use this. Is that a heavy bag? Yes, it is. Oh, God, no. That's right. I have all the equipment I need to get in shape. And I don't have to go to a gym to do it. So you can't pull the old, I'll make him go to sleep and it'll be too late for him to go. Nice try, punk. Hey, it's over. Concede, body, concede. In six to nine months, you're going to be in excellent shape again. And it's not a damn thing you can do about it except join the club and get on. And just just join it. All right. That's right. And I, I noticed you're trying to make me crave some pizza right now. It ain't going to happen, so cut it out. You can't blame me for trying. Yes, I can. Now go back to just being a body and stop talking because it's kind of weird to have your body talk to you. You don't mind? You like talking to me? Don't? No, I don't like talking to you. All right. The next time you can talk again when we're in shape. 
What will I say then? Uh, thank you. We'll see. See you in nine months. All right. Okay, let go. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I had to talk to the body there. I'm sorry you had to hear that. You know, some, you know, your body doesn't talk to you. Oh, man. Well, my body talks to me and, you know, as you can, as you can see, that was a bad influence on me. That's why I'm fat right now. But as I just told my body and as you just heard, in some time between the next six to nine months, I'll be in shape again. I'll be looking real good. Oh, yeah. Ladies. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have that stomach again. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have that ass again. Oh, I'm going to have those pecs again. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have the body again that got me ogled on the street. I told a little bit of the story on the podcast early when I was in my top shape. I was in my tip top, tippity tip top, a tip a top, a tip, bang, bang, boogie, up, jump the boogie to the rear. Okay, never mind. When I was in my best shape. Oh, yeah. I was walking down the street. I had on shorts. Uh, I had on the t- the shirt, the t-shirt, the tight t-shirt. Oh yeah, I was walking back from the gym. And it happened on several occasions. I was so used to being the fat guy that I didn't even realize I was now fit guy. Didn't realize it. I heard some ladies honking a horn and yelling about to some guy about all stuff they wanted to do to his butt and lick this. And man, I'd like a piece of that and he could ride this. I tear him up, wear him out and all this kind of crap. And I wasn't even paying attention because I knew that I was like, I'm not going to turn around and watch them ogle some dude with my dopey looking ass over here. Wish women would talk that way about me. Hey, you cutie, you, you in the black, you in the, in the shorts. I forgot what color shorts I were, but they called, called it. And I'm going, well, now the guy's wearing the same color shorts I'm wearing. This is embarrassing. And then you right there with the den, the den, with the shirt, with the den in front of the store. Wait a second. There's no stores on the other side of the street. Wait a second. And I turned around and they, oh, he's cute too. All right. Nice dimples. And all of a sudden they start talking about stuff they wanted to do to my lap stuff and stuff they wanted to do to my butt and lick the sweat. And they wanted to do this and tear me up and wear me out and make them and, and all that stuff. And I could have it. I could get it. Come get it. What's your number? Can I have some of that? I like some of that chocolate and all of that crap. And they were talking about all the stuff they wanted to do to me. Oh, yeah. But I had a girlfriend. Oh, no. Well, I shouldn't say I had a girlfriend. Oh, no, because at the time we were happy, so I had a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I have a girlfriend. And then I was, and they kept talking. About, well, are you happy? I mean, they were really wanted to get the, They really wanted Big Daddy to come over there. And, uh, ha, ha, ha. But I'm a faithful man that it didn't happen. And they go, that's too bad because I, I would have torn that up. You know, they were talking about me the way dudes talk about women. And I don't like when dudes talk about women like that because that's disrespectful. And I really believe that. But ladies, <laughs> I'm cool with it. <laughs> I still remember how <laughs> I remember that like it was yesterday, even though it was 20 years ago. And um, <clears throat> and it was really weird because, like I said, it's like when you have a car you get a car when you if you've never had a car before if you hadn't had a car for a while your brain is still set on i ride the bus but when you get in shape and you've been fat for a long period of time your brain is, is still uh, still set on i'm a fat guy even though there was like i had like eight percent body fat or some crap like that you can see my abs arms all perfect out perfect back perfect ass this that you know what i'm saying wearing a tight pants so they can see all the good stuff you know oh yeah down there <laughs> that's right and all of that crap and I women, oh, I like to lick some of that. And then, you know, it was, it was really weird because I, I couldn't get used to women doing that. It was a lady comic I was hanging out with. I wasn't, I mean, she was hot as hell, but I had a girlfriend. So I didn't, you know, my brain does. I mean, if I got a girlfriend at home, I don't even like sit there and ogling other women. So she's walking with me and she was doing stuff to me that dudes do to ladies. Like if you're walking with a lady and, you know, you act like you're tying your shoe and you let her walk a little ahead of you and you look at her butt like, good God, yo. And that's what guys do sometimes. Sorry, guys, I let out one of the secret so what but then i realized i'm noticing this girl is doing the move to me she's like only oh, fix my shoe while i stare at your delicious buttocks and i'm like what huh nothing she's looking at my ass and i go what the hell is it and she walks behind me she goes you know that looks that looks that looks tasty i'm like what a little sweet little egg what oh yeah i gotta get back to that and i'm not saying i'm an old guy now so there's not gonna be four girls that look like they should be, they belong you know on, on, on the victoria's secrets yelling out the window about you know getting it on with me i'll never expect that again but i do want to look good and i want to work hard till i do oh yeah 
So that's why I started Team Ass Shrink for myself. You can join along if you want to. You know, if you need to. This is a weird segment, isn't it? It's kind of a rambling segment. And I know what you're thinking. Um, you're, uh, you've been doing, uh, all of your shows are rambling, bro. I mean, I don't know if you know this or not, but you ramble a lot. Well, I only have one thing to say about that. Shut up, punks. Uh, you know you like me and you know you like this crap because you keep listening to this crap. Just deal with it, punks. So wish me luck, you bastards. You, you, you wish me luck, but you know, and you, a lot of you saw the Periscope and you wish me luck on my Team Ass Shrink, which is basically for me, but if you want to join along, fine. Hashtag Team Ass Shrink. But... I know this time is the time it's actually going to happen. It's going to be permanent. I can feel it. And if you need to shrink your ass, let's do it together, damn it. And then you and I could walk down the street at some time a year from now, just discussing politics, maybe discussing sports, and hopefully a car full of really hot women will drive by and look at our asses and say a lot of disgusting things they want to do to it. And we can smile and say, thank you, beautiful women, for wanting to do lots of obscene things to my buttocks. And because if it's like now... I don't have a girlfriend now. And I'd be like, you know what? Um, if y'all actually mean the things you would like to do to my buttocks, you know, I, I'm, I'm really kind of down with it. And then they will say, yes, get in the car and we'll get it on with you. And I'll say, I'm getting in. And because I, mean, I, 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 <clears throat> I should probably stop now. Cause you guys are probably thinking I'm weird. You know, I was, I'm going to calm down now. Cause you guys are like, what's wrong with this guy? So, um, <clears throat> segment over okay folks you know it's really weird when i do this i do a comedy show for the most part and i mean by trade i'm a comedian blah 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 but sometimes you things will happen on a societal basis where it's kind of like the funny gets drained out of you you know or you know it's kind of you know it's almost like a, a program that's part of your natural you know state but it kind of you have to kind of take it out and put that that program on 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 a table or something like that for a while cuz you don't think it should be running. And this is one of those times. And uh, I think you know what we're all talking about as a nation, Philando Castile and Alton Sterling. We know the names. We've seen the hashtags. And we all know that these things happen way way too much. And of course, one time is too much for something like this, something that's this tragic. But it's amazing. It's amazing how people react to these tragedies. On one extreme, you have people that go that go and shoot police officers in Dallas. If that if that, in fact, was this guy's motivation, he could have just been some nutcase. But he still shot police officers. Right. And I guess and surprise, surprise, that's not the way to go about things. Murdering human beings is not good. Don't do that. I wish the people of Dallas who are, who are suffering right now because of the loss of their family members, I wish them nothing but peace. And hopefully when this ridiculous amount of pain goes away, you'll find some peace. But I also feel that way for Philando Castile's family, Alton Sterling's family, because also they were killed and they should not have been killed. And it just keeps going. It cycles on and on and on. You have politicians. I'm going to put war, war on Obama and war on those thugs and war on those things. And you know, this guy's a fucking bigot. But let's move that to the side for a second. I want to talk about in the context of this. I want to I want to explain a couple of things. Perspective. One side, the other side. And what I'll use as an example in this particular case is Facebook. I have 3,300 friends, friends on Facebook. Actually, only about a thousand of them are actually friends I know. But that's beside the point. 
And when you see these things happen, you start to see the reaction of normal people, people I think are normal. Now, maybe I think they're normal because they are agree with my position on my perspective of it. And they talk about what a tragedy it is. And this is not just black people. It's black people and white people, because my friends are pretty much evenly distributed just because my friends in real life are evenly distributed. Black people, white people, men, women, the majority of them were saddened by the deaths of Philando Castillo. Alton Sterling, and of course, the police officers in Dallas. But then certain people that were, uh, that were, uh, quote, friends on Facebook, you start to see early in the process when we really didn't know that much about it. We didn't know the video was circulating, but it wasn't, you know, everywhere at this point. It was around, but it wasn't everywhere. And you have people going, well, if he didn't resist, if he didn't fight back, if he didn't have a criminal record, if he didn't. And they're rattling off reason after reason why the person was shot. And if you looked at the singular, the reasons singularly, none of them would say that the person should be shot. None of them. He had a criminal record back in the past. So what? Think about this for a second. Say for the sake of argument, you stole a car when you were 16 years old. You had a joyride. Nobody got hurt, but you stole a car. And maybe, maybe, you know what? Maybe you got a harsh jail sentence. Say you were 15. You did, you did five years in jail because maybe you ran into a pole. Or you smashed some cars or some crap. You were 15 years old and you do juvie and a combination of juvie, maybe a little bit of jail and you're out at 20. You did, I mean, you had all, you did some hard time and you realize that was was really dumb you shouldn't have done that don't do that you shouldn't have done that no don't do it why and you realize i'm never going to do anything like that again five years later you're now 25 years old you are a pastor at your church you haven't done anything you have not committed a crime in the five years you've been out now five years go by and now you are a manager at a at a Lowe's or Home Depot or something. You worked your, your ass off. You were a pastor, plus you had this job. You worked hard. You kept your nose clean. You are now 30. Now it's 30 years old you are. 15 years ago, you stole that car. Now you're driving someplace. And the thing is, even though you're not a criminal, you're not a tough guy. You're just a regular dude. You have tattoos because you like tattoos. You turn your hat sideways because you don't wear it that way at work. You wear it that way when you're outside because you like the hat. You like the culture. You turn the hat sideways. You drive with one hand out the window. You got a nice car because you saved for it and you can afford it. And you get pulled over. And you had a hard day. And you didn't do anything wrong and you know it. You know this is quote bullshit unquote. Guy comes up to you and like many cases and it happened to me on many occasions. You know there's already a, there's already a gun in your face. And you look around, what the, f you know, and maybe, maybe you might not even be the kind of person that would say anything rude, but you got that look in your face like, why is this guy doing it? And I don't, let's just say we out of the, we'll just step away from the car and we'll just say we don't know what happens. Or maybe there's a video there and you get shot. And you get killed. And say you got killed the same way Philando Castile got killed. Say for the sake of argument, you were going for your wallets. Maybe you had an open, you had a permit to carry the weapon you have. Maybe you don't have a weapon. Doesn't matter. People get shot with or without weapons, as we know. And you end up with a bunch of bullets in you and you end up dead. And then they find out you didn't have a gun. And all of a sudden, what happens next? Everybody, well, if he didn't resist, if he didn't, people on one side, he shouldn't have been shot. He shouldn't have been shot. People on the other side, well, he probably had to be, and then they find out, oh, he had a criminal record. When he was 15 years old, he was a, he stole a car. And by the end of the day, it wasn't, you stole a car 15 years ago and you were clean for 15 years and an upstanding citizen. It becomes car thief shot by police. And you know, people don't pay that much attention. They don't read articles. They're too busy trying to Make sure that their agenda is pushed forward. They already don't like this guy because they don't like the way he looks. They showed a picture of him when he was 15 years old, when he's got his fist to the camera. Well, they didn't they didn't point out to the fact that the he's, he's got his hand up and he's got his fist to the camera is because it was a, a crop picture of him after he won the boxing tournament at 14. But it doesn't matter. Look at him. He looks mean and he's a car thief. Oh, no. All it becomes is car thief got shot. It's annoying because using the same criteria, that means that if you did something bad in the past, no matter what, 
no matter how much time goes by, you should suffer the consequences. You, anything bad that happens to you, you deserved. Is that the case? Well, let's make it even more silly. Let's just say for the sake of argument, person who doesn't give a crap that someone that doesn't look like them gets shot. Let's just say we're going to use that criteria. criteria. And if you did something bad and people can find out about it, if something bad happens to you in the future, you deserve it. And if something bad is happening to you now, you deserve it. You are married to a beautiful lady. In your first relationship, your first marriage, you are no longer married to your first wife because she caught you banging your secretary. You are a cheater. Now you're with this new woman. You realize how awful it was. You feel so bad about what you did to your first wife and you vow. I'm sorry. I can't go back and make it better, but I can do a new start with this new wife. I'm going to do the, I'm, I'm not even going to look at another woman and you've been married for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. You cheated 14 years ago and now you're married you're happily married you're not that guy anymore but everybody finds out that you're cheating and then i walk into your house and i'm going hi how you doing i understand that you were a cheater 14 years ago uh well yes well okay i'm not gonna fuck the shit out of your wife right in front of you what do you mean hey you cheated right it doesn't matter what happens to you now you deserve to have your wife cheat on you because of what you did 14 years ago. But, but, I, but, but, but I've been clean. I haven't done anything. I haven't looked at another woman. It doesn't matter what you do now. What matters is that we now know you are a cheater, right? So if your new wife cheats on you, it shouldn't matter. You deserve it. Hey, you over there. I'm going to kick the shit out of you. What did I do? Well, I know you're 34 years old, but back in high school, you were a bully, right? Yes. So you beat up people, right? Yes. You're a violent person. No, no, I was violent then. No, 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 no. We're not talking about then. doesn't matter what you did then. What matters is I can find that character flaw, even though it's years ago. I'm going to make you pay for it now. Sounds stupid, doesn't it? So I'm on Facebook and I'm seeing people that I've actually had Facebook conversations with that seemed like rational human beings. But for some reason, when it comes to these particular occasions, they can't seem to find empathy or at the very minimum, look at the evidence and make an assessment based on what they see or wait until facts come out before they start to vilify the criminal. Right. That's what they think you are. The person is the criminal, not the person who was shot, the victim, not let me find out what's happening. The criminal. Where's the empathy, man? With this human being, don't you want to find out what happened? Don't you want to pay attention to the, to the information and make an assessment based off of facts and not bigotry that either you know you have or you didn't know that you have? Don't smile at me. Don't smile at people that look like me. Don't smile at anybody. And then when something horrible happens to somebody like that, all of a sudden you're on the side of anybody but that guy. You can support the police. Who doesn't support the police? We all support the police. The good cops, the cops that come out there and save lives and protect people. We support them. What people have a problem with is the ones that don't do the things that they're supposed to do. You see, you don't notice the good cops. You know why? Because, see, good cops don't pull you over for bullshit. See, good cops don't do that. That's why you don't notice them. You don't notice the good drivers. Good drivers don't cut in front of you. Good drivers don't almost knock you off the road. Good drivers don't tailgate you. You don't talk about them. You talk about the bad ones. And how do we stop the bad ones from doing things? The bad ones are the reasons for the traffic laws. The bad ones are the reason that you have a hard time getting to work because of the traffic jam. If everybody, you know, it doesn't take that many people. If you're the first car and you drive like an idiot, you take too long, you take too long to make a right turn, take too long to make a left turn, drive too slowly, you mess up all the cars behind you. The cars behind you are all good drivers, but the one in front fucking up the traffic, that's the bad driver. There's nothing wrong with calling out that bad driver. There's a bunch of good cops doing their job and there's a bunch and there's a few motherfuckers that are not doing a good job. It's okay to call them out. Doesn't mean you hate all the rest of the cops. You actually like them because they're doing their job and they're keeping you safe. So cut the crap. So when I look at Philando Castillo, Alton Sterling, I realize even more Philando than Alton, um, they're both tragedies, but I've been in the Philando Castile situation a million and a half times where I'm driving in my car and somebody pulls up and they got guns in my face already. I, I've been there before. You know, like I said, I talked about it in the podcast before. Live with a girlfriend. I'm walking 
through a parking lot. A bunch of cops come up, got guns in my face. You know, get up, get up, get up. Get up, get up. There was a, there was a, and they're going through my stuff, got guns in my face. I'm sitting there on the ground with my new clothing because I'm about to go to work. I didn't do anything. Oh, there was a, there was some crimes in the mall. No, they aren't. I didn't say this to him because the guy had gun real close to my face. Uh, I knew there weren't any crimes in the mall because my woman worked in the mall. She worked in that mall. And quite frankly, if there were any crimes in that mall, I would have known about it because everybody talks about everything. Back to Facebook. So when I see these people not giving a damn about what happened to these particular people, it's it's difficult for me to look at those people anymore because I realize that could have easily been me on many occasions. What, what they had been saying about me, oh, that uh, S. Anthony, well, Steve at the time, that Steve, you know, he probably, uh, you know, he probably did something. He probably lunged at the officer and he probably had a sword in his back pocket. And he probably, come on, man. When you look at those situations and realize you've been in that situation and realize you could have been dead 20 times over and there's somebody who supposedly likes you or respects you is looking at someone that looks like you in a situation where you've been in and they're blaming that person when all evidence says that person shouldn't have been shot in the first place. They're telling you what they really feel about you. You didn't know it, but now you do. I don't want friends like that. On Facebook or in real life. I don't want anybody around me like that. Let's remember, we can, we can sit here right now. We can, you know, have these debates about what's right, what's wrong, good cops, bad cops. We can do all of that kind of stuff. But unless we just actually have conversations and speak to one another and treat each other with respect, there's nothing going to change except it's going to be more dead people, more hashtags, more people protesting, and nothing's going to happen. It's going to have the same stupid news programs trying to dig up dirt on the person that got killed instead of instead of using those same resources to find the people that are doing the bad things. You got you got the resources to go digging up in somebody's personal life within seconds, but you can't use those same resources to weed out the bad police officers. So all we have left is the good police officers. You know a system is really effed up when there's a ba- when there's bad police officers and the good police officers know better than to say anything because if they do, let's just say something bad might happen to them. And there's more of them. Think about it. There's more good cops than bad cops from what I've seen in my personal life. So, so what I would say to the good cops, look, man, you're going to have to do this as a, as, a, as a group. It can't just be one Serpico, okay? You're going to need a whole bunch of Serpicos. Right. Because we all know who the asshole in the office is. When you work in an office, everybody knows who the asshole is. You know who the guy who's stealing lunches, you know, who the guy who's who won't fill the coffee pot. And that's just an office. And nobody says anything to that guy. And eventually one guy goes, man, will you leave my goddamn lunch alone? And everybody else goes, yeah, he's been taking my lunch, too, damn it. And then that bastard knows better than touch people's lunch. And that's just lunch. Nobody dead because of lunch. Ain't nobody got four bullets in their side because of lunch. Ain't nobody got bullets in their chest and back because of lunch. Ain't nobody getting shot and left for dead in the street because of lunch. So it's more important to call that out. Because you can, the person in the office can just go buy another damn Subway sandwich. A crying mother can't just go and reproduce her son that's dead. It's amazing how many how much we talk about these things instead of actually just listening and being empathetic to people and sympathetic. We just kind of turn it into the people that are dead into a fucking hockey puck. Somebody trying to score points. Shows you how crazy it is not to have sympathy for somebody else. Think about this for a second. You ever you ever stub your toe? really hard and it's like you know when you stub your toe and it hurts really really badly and you're just hopping around you're screaming you ever look at the person laughing at you when you stub your toe how do you feel about them that pisses you off doesn't it this guy left that ain't funny my toe really hurts that ain't funny i hit my knee what are you laughing about man that's not funny that's not funny and that's just your toe and your knee well what about instead of it being your toe and your knee it's your dead son it's your dead daughter. It's your dead father. It's your dead nephew. It's your dead relative. And instead of somebody laughing, it's somebody on the news digging up dirt, trying to make them feel, trying to make them look bad. It's somebody on Facebook 
repeating stupid talking points as the person's body isn't even cold yet. Making memes off the dead body. Putting Michael Jordan, crying Jordan faces over a dead kid, over a dead guy, over a dead guy in a car. You think that's funny? Wasn't funny when you got your toe stubbed. So if it's not funny when you get your toe stubbed and somebody's laughing at you, why is it funny when somebody's crying because their relative's dead when they shouldn't be dead? I sound a little upset and a little angry, and that's because I am. Because every time I see these guys, I see the Philip Castillos, I see the Alton Sterlings. You know what I see? Me, because it could have been me. I see my nephews, because it could have been my nephews. I see my cousins, could have been my cousins, because my nephews are in the 20s. One's got dreads, one's got tattoos. Know what they do? They manage fucking restaurants. That's what they do. One raises his son with his girlfriend, the other one's same thing. They go to work, they come home. That's what they do. You know, like everybody else. But when they're driving in their cars, you see a black guy with dreads, you see a black guy with tattoos. That's all you see. You don't see restaurant managers. What is the first thing that comes into your mind when you see a six foot tall guy with dreadlocks, a black guy? You see another guy with tattoos on his head and his head turned sideways. Do you think returning restaurant manager? Is that what you think? Because that's what they are. Or do you think something else? Close your eyes. What's the first thing you think when you see that? Okay. Now ask yourself a question. Why is that the first thing you see when you, huh? Why is that? And what's your reaction to them? And what's the reaction to them if you got a gun? You pull them over. What's your reaction then? So what I would say to people is this. We're all human beings. We deserve respect. You deserve to be speak to, spoken to with respect, as do I. Nephews deserve to be spoken to with respect. Police officers deserve to be spoken to with respect. And we all deserve to go home at night without bullets in our asses. So think about that if you're, if, uh, if, if you're one of those people that decides that they're going to troll on the Internet. Think about that and ask yourself a question. How funny would it be, person on the Internet, if it was your nephew, your son, your loved one, your father, who was reaching to get his ID and got shot through the fucking window? How would you feel if you were on the Internet like everybody is because everybody's on the Internet on their phone and every time you flick through Facebook and Twitter, whatever the fuck you're on, all you saw was people blaming your relative and an entire news network blaming your relative and people on the news and on the radio and in newspapers and chat rooms blaming your relative, saying that they deserved it because they shouldn't have resisted, but you know they didn't. Wouldn't feel good, would it? You got to be better than this, man. You got to be better than this on an individual basis and better than this on a societal basis. To those protesting, and I know people that are protesting, I'm not saying whether I am or not, but let's just say there's a good chance I'm going to be doing it too. Let's just say protests have to be permanent. You know, permanent until there are changes. They got to be permanent. I won't spend my money with someone who thinks it's acceptable to shoot someone who's unarmed and thinks they deserved it. I can't spend my money with that person. I can't even talk to that person. I definitely can't follow them on Facebook. I definitely can't go to deal with them at all. So I had to do a little bit of a purge on my Facebook channel. Had to do a little bit of that. Had to do a little bit of a purge on Twitter. Had to do a little bit of a purge in my life. Police officers in Dallas didn't deserve to be shot. Philando Castile did not deserve to be shot. Alton Sterling did not deserve to be shot. And the hundreds and hundreds of other people who got shot, I'm pretty sure nobody really deserves to be shot. Now, keep in mind, 
if a police officer pulls you over and you're like after and you pull out a gun and you try to shoot at the police or if you're wrestling around with the police and you're trying to take the guy's gun well fuck you i ain't talking about you fuck you there's innocent people being hurt and we have to solve the problem instead of looking at the color of somebody's skin and thinking that they deserved it instead of looking at someone's uh old car and thinking they deserved it we're better than that and it's about time that we started acting like we were better than that don't you think i do segment well, folks, thank you very, very much. This has been episode number two, two, three of the S. Anthony Says podcast. And I want to thank you guys very, very, very much for all your support and your retweets and your reblogs. And thank you for the new um, um, reviews and the five star reviews. I really, really appreciate that. If you like the show, do me a personal favor. Tell everybody you know about the show if you think they'll like the program. Um, if you are listening to it on whatever podcatcher you're listening to, if they have the option of giving a review, please review the show. Five stars, you bastards. And uh, make sure that you tell everybody about it and review the, review the show. Five stars, you bastards. And I, I would really, really appreciate that and think, think of it as a personal favor. If you're not following me on Twitter, change that, damn it. And follow me at S. Anthony Says, which would be the pod, which would be actually the Twitter for the show. And also follow the Twitter for me personally, at S. Anthony Thomas, at S. Anthony Thomas. And if you're on uh, Facebook, um, Make sure that you like my Facebook page. It's verified. It's uh, as Anthony says, look for the blue check so that you'll know that it's actually my page and it's verified and it's actually me. I want to thank you guys very, very much once again for everything. You guys are the coolest bastards on the planet. Much love to everybody. And I'm going to end the show the way I always end the show by stopping it abruptly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say the thing I always say at the end. Forget the preamble. Forget the postamble and the middle amble. I'm just going to say it on the count of three. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out. Ah.